1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, welcome back inside Hurricane Hotline. Kind enough to join us here. You can catch him, of course, 6 to 10 a.m. right here on WQAM. He is the host
0: of the Joe Rose Show. With you. Joe Rose is with us. Joe, thank you for the time. Appreciate Any, it. Anytime we're talking hurricanes. It's uh, it's always fun. You know, I didn't go to school there like a lot of us, but you've been down here for a long, long time and it uh, becomes your second home. And uh, so the Canes been a big part of my family's life and it's fun to talk about them and and see what's going on right now in basketball with Jim Laranaga. And Mario Cristobal will get this thing turned around real quickly. Well, let's start with Mario Cristobal. And obviously, Joe, they made some coaching
1: changes uh, here during the offseason, most notably trying to get that offense up to speed here. Tyler Van Dyke will return for another season here for Miami. What did you take away from the spring game as far as what you saw from the offense and and maybe how they can be more explosive, score some more points this year?
0: They're continuing to look through the transfer portal, um, to find the white the the right wide receivers for this offense. But I will say this, um, the guys love that offense. And as soon as, Woody, this offense needs to have some, some guys on the outside put together some big seasons because what that will do in the transfer portal and that will bring five-star wide receivers from around the country down here that are going to want to play. But um, the one thing I noticed going to practice is, they work on deep balls. They work on throwing the ball down the field more than any practice I've ever been to outside of watching Dan Marino practices when I played with him and how much we used to throw it down the field in practice. It looks like that. So they're going to hit some big plays. It's going to take, take time, and and they're going to figure out by letting all these guys take off and, and run deep post patterns and takeoffs who can do it and who can't. But the system is in place for a lot of big plays. All right, and then let's talk about Tyler Van Dyke. Of
1: course, he comes back here. Joe, there were rumors uh, in the offseason that you know he might end, up, might end up somewhere else. He stays at Miami, has an opportunity now to hopefully get back to where he was a couple of seasons ago where he had all that hype around him, first-round pick, all that kind of good stuff. What do you need to see from him this season as far as what, you know, maybe what he needs to improve on from last season?
0: Uh, there's a bunch of different things. A running game with that big offensive line, which will come together. I don't know how quickly it'll happen, but it's a big, talented offensive line. Um, The second thing is, uh, and the reason he really came back is he saw the offense they're putting in, and he went, wow, this is more like what I was used to two years ago. Um, He's going to have to make guys better, though. He's going to have to make some good throws. He's going to have to stay positive you going to have to be patient, and, and I'll tell you what else will help, more than anything, is a running game where play-action mm-hmm. works. Play-action only works when people really believe you can run the football or play-action's a joke. Might as well just do it against air if it's fake because if they're going, ah, that little fake you're doing to running back, we already know you guys can't run it. You're going to throw it. So a, a real running game would, uh, would help things a lot for him off his play-action fakes to hit guys. I love the tight end position. I think it's gonna be really good. Um and, and I've listened to tell me, hey, we got we got some guys on the outside, they're getting better. I think like all of us, we just wanna see it Do They have some they're good in a slot. Restrepo is, is fantastic. Uh we gotta get some guys on the outside
1: you mentioned the offensive line and and clearly that's something that Mario Cristobal wants to build up here Joe and and you mentioned the the impact of having a running game he's hit the transfer portal pretty hard uh getting a couple of uh, offensive linemen one from UCF one from Alabama so uh how most no starters how much better do you think the offensive line can be this season and and can Miami establish a running game cuz it was an issue last year they they would try to run the ball in you know third and short situations and fourth and short situations and, and really struggle There, That, to me, would be a big difference this season if Miami can find a way to convert on those kinds of plays.
0: Yes. And, listen, he's gone out. He's got two five-star offensive tackles. One's going to start. One's probably going to be a backup to start with, but will play. I expect he will play. You bring in a transfer, as you just mentioned, from Alabama, who's a really good football player. And you got a center from Central Florida that everybody's raving about coming in here who's going to play. Throwing Jalen Rivers coming back, I, I just and the other guys they have, they got some other big body guys. I, I can't, I can't help but think the offensive line. And, and listen, they got to play together. The only way you get together is five guys playing together a lot, with without a lot of injury, and with the heat probably needing a sixth and a seventh guy ready to go. But there's no reason that this thing can't be really deep. And the growing pains will come from the two young guys because they haven't played at the college level. But I expect because they've been so good that they'll be able to catch on real quickly. I'm really, really excited. So he's got the players he needs on the offensive line more so than any other position. That's that's Mario's stamp on that offensive line. Now we got to do it on the defensive line and at some other positions. Joe Rose with us here on Hurricane Hotline. You mentioned the defensive line. I know you're a big fan
1: of Ruben Hurricane Bain, who had three sacks uh, in the spring game. Joe, a little three, bit about he's him. He's got
0: three sacks, whether <laughs> you're watching him against IMG. Uh, he's got three sacks in a state championship game. He's always um, talking to Jason Taylor after practice, and I said the best defensive player today in the practice scrimmage that, that I was at on a Saturday, a couple weeks before the final scrimmage, I said, Ruben Bain was the best player I saw. And he goes, yeah. I said, that's not normal. He hasn't used, learned how to use his hands. He's an advanced dude. He's played at a high level at one of the best programs in the country. And you could argue Miami Central could have been, if not the best program in the country, two, two or three tops for sure, went to IMG and beat them uh incredible program and he was the best player and uh, I am so excited cuz we don't see a true freshman come in that has this kind of talent playing against older guys in spring and chewing them up he is if he's 270 or 275 whatever uh, it's a strong strong that's a that is one tough talented dude man
1: then uh King Mesidor another guy on that that D line that could push for double digit sacks this year. He he's another guy that I know stood out to you last season.
0: Yeah, so so that listen, those guys are great. They're going to add on uh to this whole thing. Um the guys that have had success in in this system and again, what what excites me most not just about him and how good he can be cuz he he could easily be 10, 12, 13 sacks. Um a system that didn't make adjustments last year. When they were getting pounded, they got pounded the whole game. Mm -hmm. There weren't adjustments being made. I think one of the good things about the offensive and defensive coordinator, they've come from programs that aren't top ten programs where you got to make adjustments against the big guys. You're constantly making adjustments because you realize you don't have the most talented teams. And these two guys can do it. And and so I I think until Mario gets this thing looking – the way across the board he wants it to, what he had in Oregon, what he had as an assistant in Alabama. um, You need coaches that coach that way that can make in-game adjustments and big ones. If they're attacking a certain area of your team, you got a band-aid. You can't go through the game and go, oh, well, that's all I've ever coached. I'm not saying that happened last year, but it might have. Uh, You know, you got Jason Taylor over
1: there as well, a guy you know very well. Uh, the impact that he can make on the defensive side of the football, the defensive line as well. And then how about him just in recruiting as well? I mean, you use That's that as whole a recruiting thing. tool.
0: So um, I wasn't sure they were getting Jason Taylor to come back, to be honest. Um, he's been offered a lot of jobs at both college and pro, and he's got two sons that are playing, uh, one at Arizona, one at LSU, as a as a safety and as a tight end. Really good players. I didn't know, obviously, he needs to work and wants to work. And, and he really wants to be, I've told people, like, what's this Jason Tagger? He wants, he wants to be a head football coach. That's his goal. But having this guy on that staff, buying into Mario, uh, they got a great relationship, taking that job, and now he's going to be allowed to recruit uh, is going to be big. He's going to be big with mom. It's going to be big with dad. It's going to be big with grandma and grandpa, aunt and uncle. And it's going to be big head coaches at these high schools. When Jason Taylor shows up, I'm curious to see how he likes it. Mm -hmm. Because he's going to be really, really good at it. I saw the reaction at the practice. I was really curious. And I spent a lot of time kind of watching him because he has been a good friend. Um Watching parents come up and go, Hey, I love the way you're coaching my son. Stay on him. Hey, he's getting better. Thank you, coach. What do you think, coach? Um, they know he's played at the highest level. He's a Hall of Famer coaching their kids. And and they see his passion. He's not, you know, he's not looking for the next Hall of Fame gig. He likes coaching. He was a he was a off a defensive coordinator at St. Thomas Aquinas for a few years. And I watched him on Sunday, come in, and before we did our games, Dolphin games, together on the radio, he was breaking down tape. He He's in it, man. Players are calling him, texting him. He's getting back to him on things to work on. Uh, he's all in on this Canes thing, so you could tell when I Talk about Jason. I get a little jacked up.
1: <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's definitely reason to be jacked up. Joe Rose here with us on Hurricane Hotline. Talk a lot about recruiting, but how about the transfer portal between the Canes football team and the Canes basketball team? Uh, Miami seems to really have this thing figured out here as they just continue to make big additions. The basketball team at making a huge ad. Matt Cleveland from FSU comes over. The football team we know, Joe, has made some key additions as well. I think Miami has done a fantastic job utilizing this transfer portal and finding guys who can come in and
0: play right away. Well, nobody's done it better than Jim Larranega. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Whether it's one guy or two guys, I mean, he literally knows what he wants him to look like. Uh, whatever he loses, he's got another guy coming in, and and getting Cleveland from Florida State is uh, is a great grab. And I know you were at did the game when uh, on the big comeback on how good he was. Uh, he's going to be a monster on that basketball team with what they have coming back, O'Meara and and Pac. And, uh, that's going to be a good group. I, I, I'm looking forward to that. Now, Morrow's in a little different situation at Transfer Portal. The problem is, like high school recruiting, the Transfer Portal, all the big guys are going after the same guys. Mm-hmm. And USC looks to be doing a lot of winning right now out on the West Coast with what they've done. So, so Mario's going to keep going after guys to upgrade what he inherited mostly, to try to upgrade those positions, and um, until he gets what he wants, I, I think the big thing right now, he was looking for a for a big, fast wide receiver on the outside that that had played a little bit of football and a defensive tackle, um, but I think Mario feels pretty good about this group of guys because the guys are coming in know what what they're getting into now. Do you like the current system as
1: it is, or do you feel like this is too much like free agency every offseason?
0: I hate it. I hate that you can basically be a free agent every year. Hell, you can't be a free agent every year in the NFL. No.
1: Do do So do you limit the amount of transfers? Yes. Do you want guys to sit out? What would be the easy fix to that if you were going to make a change?
0: I, I hate the fact, and, you know, this goes back to the whole thing about quitting. Um, but I uh, – now, saying this, there's another part to it that coaches are guilty of. They're running some of these guys out. Yeah. I mean, let's be real honest. Hey, you play for the other coach, you're never going to play for me. So, if you want to keep playing, you might want to transfer.
1: Sounds like Deion Sanders. Well, yeah, but I think they're all doing that. Yeah,
0: I think Mario had a pretty good idea. Like, there's about 15 of you here, 20, ain't going to play for me ever again. Uh, you need to transfer. You want to stay around for spring, but so, so you're going to get that. Uh, but I don't like the fact that you can basically be in a different school four or five times. It mm-hmm. drives, drives me nuts. Uh, it's it's too much. Um, now, if coaches is running them out, and and you can sign it, but you know I would like guys if it doesn't look good the first time, take a real serious look at getting playing time. Make sure and check in. And there's nothing wrong with going to smaller schools. There's nothing wrong. Not everybody has to be a big time division 1 player. It's all right to go to some of those smaller schools. North Dakota State's done a real good job with it. Well, Joe, by the time uh, our 8 seeds are finished
1: with their run, it'll be just about time for football season. So Can't wait. Uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it here at University of Miami. Hopefully uh, able to turn things around this year, Joe. Thank you for the time. Appreciate it. Man,
0: this is great. This is fun, Woody. When uh, I know expectations are a lot higher for the basketball team and for the football team, so it's going to be a fun A lot of fun.
1: All right, Joe, thank you very much. We will continue our Hurricanes football discussion on the other side here. Alex Dono, the host of the Locked on Canes podcast, will join us as we have plenty more to come here. You're listening to Hurricane Hotline on WQAM.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.